0: This Raver replay podcast is being delivered by Ison's Family Pizza.
1: 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner. Broadcasting from the Coach Raver corner at Ison's Family Pizza. Welcome, sports fans to, once again, another Coach's Corner. Tara Sarni here, and I'll be joined with area coaches uh, that's going to stop by and talk to us a little bit about their program and about their kids and how the season is going. This edition of Coach's Corner brought to you by the aforementioned Ice and Family Pizza, Garing's, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bruns mm. and Gutsweiler, Margaret Berry Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, and Decatur County Farmers Mutuals. Joining us on the show today, coming up a little later on, will be uh, Batesville uh, Volleyball Head Coach June Rigdy, as well as, <coughs> excuse me, uh, as well as uh, North Decatur's head football coach, Steve Stern. But now, stopping by the coach's corner, none other than girls' head golf coach here at Batesville High School, Tom Meyer. And Tom, first and foremost, welcome to the show.
2: Well, oh, Thank you, Terrence. It's always good to
1: be here to talk about my program. Well, no doubt about it. And quite the program you have, if, if, if my information is correct, coach i'm looking at five tournaments and invitationals that you guys have participated in thus far in the season and you finished first place in four of those five
2: we've finished first in the four tournaments we played in the the richmond invitational the union county invitational the uh uh Franklin Invitational, which is the new one we got into, and Uh then uh, Connorsville Invitational. So we won all four of those, and the other two big tournaments we played in was the the Hall of Fame, which we just finished up with. We had a nice fifth-place finish in that, and earlier this year we played in the State Preview, which is um, supposed to be a a look at possible teams to make it to the state finals this year, and we finished fifth in that also. Oh wow! So we've right now our record for the for the year is sixty and eight. So those four losses in each of those tournaments were the only losses we've had
1: all year. Wow, that's uh, that's a very very strong outcome. So now, coach, putting coach speak aside, I I got I want to ask you this question: coming into the season. did you expect to, to be here this early in the season?
2: Um, actually, we did. Okay. Um, I, we had a mostly returning class of everybody mm-hmm. coming back. Um, we knew we had a, a new freshman coming in. It was going to help our program. And, yeah, we kind of expected <laughs> to be right here. We were hoping this would be the case. and good. Everything's f- kind of filled out the way we hoped it might. That's good. Um, that is, that's so always good to hear. been good. Now, now
1: golf is a... How do you say it? It's a difficult game. Let's just be, be honest about it. What aspect of the game, coach, do you think has allowed your team to have the success you've had early on in this season?
2: Uh, most of the girls, in, especially on my top four, are are seasoned veterans. Okay. They pl- they play a lot of summer golf. They play in a lot of big tournaments. They're put to the test, and they've been been you know playing a lot of good competitive golf. So that's that's the big thing. As you get out there and you play these tough courses mm-hmm. against tough competition and that just makes you so much better and and my top four has done a lot of that in the past four
1: years now this top four is that something that that you encourage that they go out and try to play some of these tougher courses on their own
2: well you encourage it but um the pga of indiana has a a series of tournaments set up around the state that they can get into and it's pretty reasonable and if you want to be good that's basically what you have to do i mean you can just play locally here and and improve your game but Playing competition, good competition on courses you don't see all the time. That's the best. That's the best way to improve. All right. Now you
1: you made mention of your top four. Go ahead and list what are the names of those individuals that are that are really uh, helping you out this season.
2: Well, I'll list my top four, but I want to mention everybody because everybody's been a very big part of this sure. team. But uh, playing number one all year for me has been M- Emma Weiler. She's uh-huh. she's a senior this year. She's three time All State. Uh, she's done everything for us. She's holds. everything every school record we possibly could think of and she's just been outstanding this year again uh, our number two golfer this year has been a freshman Ava South she came to us from South Dearborn um, but been playing just spectacular. She's been scoring just like uh Emma all year. In fact she finished fifth individually at this last big tournament. So she's very, very good and she's played a lot of summer golf. Right. Uh number three's been Josie Meyer. She's a junior. Uh She's played number three for us all year. Just a solid, steady, just good good golfer that's really contributed and, you know, made this team so good. And then our fourth golfer has been Addison Wyler. She's a sophomore. That's Emma's younger sister. Oh, Again, she travels across the state with Emma, playing in big tournaments, um, and been a big, big, big contributor to us this year.
1: So with the Wyler girls, it's just that like they're at home. This is when they get out on the course. It's something they've done many, many times yeah. before.
2: Yeah. And my other four girls, um, I got Madeline Pullman, uh, Zoe Ahern, Rhea Miller, and Taylor Blanton uh Madeline and Rhea and Zoe have been flip-flopping between that five six and seven spot they've mm-hmm. all contributed and done a lot Taylor's kind of a beginner she's just played a couple of years for us and she comes out and works hard at it and and tries to improve every day so we've got a nice nice nucleus and a good group
1: good deal now coach is there is there a lot of, I mean it's a team sport but it also depends depends heavily on the performance of the individual uh what types of strategies are there strategies that you can employ when you guys are are competing in these tournaments
2: uh you know like you said it's it's an individual tournament so you got to be individually mentally tough sure but but you also got to remember that you got teammates that are going to be there if you don't have your best day that they're going to hope get your back and 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 you know do the best they can sure uh all our tournaments are where you take five golfers and you score the best four out of five mm-hmm. so that that helps having four standout golfers that you know we're going to get pretty decent scores from but um you know they they gotta you know work and commit sure and, and focus themselves but yet they're thinking about their teammates and trying to help them out
1: right okay good deal well uh and, you know golf is uh, you know we mentioned it's a difficult sport definitely a lot more popular today right than than what it would have been you know say five uh, or, or 10 15 years ago um but what is one thing or one aspect about the sport that you would like people to know that that may not know about uh playing golf
2: um well it, it's growing just in leaps and bounds uh it's, it's amazing the number of girls that are playing now compared to when i started coaching f- a few years ago <laughs> uh But you know, the thing is, it's it's an expensive sport, and it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of so I applaud these young ladies for putting the time and the effort to you know to get as good as they are. So, well, good
1: deal. Well, coach, I tell you what, I really do appreciate you stopping by uh coaches corner i i know again congratulations on the measure of success that you guys have experienced already i know we're going to have an opportunity to talk to you again later on the season just prior to state and uh that no doubt you'll have good news to share with us uh when we get to that spot in the season
2: we, we sure hope so and i would just like to want add one other thing sure. uh, we got a home match tomorrow night okay it's senior night it's the last match for for madeline and emma uh-huh. uh we welcome anyone to come out and watch it'll be a great experience you'll see some great golf um cheer on these two seniors that's put a lot of commitment to the to the high school and to the girls golf program Um, we'll start senior night at 4 30 the match will probably start at 4 45 even if you don't know what you're doing come out there's people will help you guide you around and watch a little bit watch all you want Uh, but it'd be nice to have a nice crowd out there for to see these seniors off all right no doubt well folks you heard that come out be a part of the gallery support these
1: young uh student athletes um as they continue in their endeavors coach again thanks so much for joining us as always i do have a wild card question for you um you know golfers we all got that one story that one time this this one thing what's your most memorable golf moment
2: uh, mine would probably be my sophomore year in high school we had the conference match over at Dearborn Country Club and uh-huh. as a sophomore I, I won the conference I shot set the conference record shot a one over par 71 wow and that was kind of my highlight is my car, golfing career at that point <laughs> couldn't
1: tell you nothing for a week right yeah <laughs> <laughs> well again coach thanks so much for stopping by thanks for sharing with us and much luck and success to you throughout the rest of the season
2: thank you very much Terrence
1: <laughs> that is Tom Meyer head coach of the girls uh, Batesville golf team. We'll have more of Coach's Corner coming up in just a few moments. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI and online at
0: WRBIRadio.com it's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil, all on our fresh in house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812 933 0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. In today's fast-paced society, feeling stressed and anxious seems to be the norm. But the good news is it doesn't have to be. Starting September 15th, join Margaret Mary Health for Stop Stress This Minute, a program designed to teach participants how to lower their stress level and manage their emotions in a healthy way. This three-part series costs just $15 and will be held at Margaret Mary's main campus. Registration is required by calling 812-933-5583. Three. Coach's Corner,
1: delivered by Eisen's
2: Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Eisen's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From
0: 103.9 WRVI.
1: Welcome back to uh, Coach's Corner, brought to you this evening in part by our sponsors, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Hurt and Elko, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana RMEC, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Mary Margaret Health. Uh, if you've uh, been listening with us, you've just heard uh, the Batesville girls golf coach, Coach Tom Meyer, uh, telling us about his team and their success. Um, sounds like they are poised to do some damage when state the state finals roll around and we will have uh coach meyer back on the show just prior to that and um will be real excited to hear how well his girls have done again continued success to coach meyer and his team but now joining us also an incredible start to their season co- uh, season excuse me coach june rigney of greensburg's volleyball team is with us now and coach thank you so much for joining us on coach's corner
5: you bet happy to be here
1: coach i i looked at the numbers and i looked at it twice and i looked at it a third time because i wanted to make sure that i had my information correct i am showing that your girls are 10 and 0 on the young season is is that an accurate depiction of your season
5: it is accurate um fortunately we are 10 and 0 Um, I'm not going to say that we've hit the meat of our schedule. We have had a few conference opponents thus far um, that have been stellar opponents for us. It's not like we're just rolling over everyone, but mm-hmm. we're finding a way to win. However, those conference opponents that we've encountered so far haven't counted toward our conference record because okay. most of them we play twice. So we'll meet them again later in the second half of our season. But uh, we currently are 10-0, and, and like I said, we're finding a way to win. We still have plenty of things that we need to be better at by mm-hmm. the postseason, but happy with where we are right now.
1: Coach, do you buy into the nonsense, oh, it's hard to beat a team twice?
5: Well, I do think, you know, it if you are an, a competitor and you're a coach that breaks down things, you learn something from playing someone, and so then you can go back and make adjustments. But in the end, I also say, you know, you, you play the game. You don't play the person. You right. can't let the emotions get involved there. you got to take care of, We say on, um, a lot, we use the phrase, you've got to take care of our side of the net, and we got to control what right. we're doing. And a lot of times, if we do what we do well, it makes it more difficult for our opponent.
1: And that actually brings me to my next question. You know, what aspect of the game? You mentioned, you know, focusing on what we do well. What is it that this uh, this this Lady Pirates team does so well that's afforded you this measure of success so far?
5: Well, a big thing is it's, it's a great group of girls. Mm-hmm. Um, they're great on the court. They're great off the court. They buy in. They're very coachable. They have... A strong desire to win, which anyone that's in athletics knows if you have a heart and you have a desire to win, it can carry you a long way. On top of that, they do spend a lot of time in season and out of season um, sharpening their skills to be better. A lot of these girls that I have are multi-sport athletes, which I'm a firm believer in, and so they know how to compete when things get tight, and they don't back down from competition.
1: You just touched on something else that it seems to be a constant, ongoing debate about specialization versus multi-sport athletes. Tell me, just in in your opinion, Coach, what are some of the things that, that you've seen that your girls are bringing back to your volleyball team that you know full well they're getting from their experiences playing other sports?
5: Well, I also coach tennis. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyone that's familiar with that sport, that's a big – every sport is a mental game. Sure. But tennis is – very mental because you're the only one on the court you can't call a timeout you can't substitute you've got 20 seconds before the next point is played so you always have to find a way individually on your own and i think that right there if you take that and apply it to anything else it's going to be a value um I'm a firm believer in multi-sport athletes for a lot of reason at the high school level. Number one, I think it does help condition the whole body mm. and not just the repetition of the same muscles being used over and over again. And I think there's just a lot of life lessons to learn mm. when you're the age 15 to 18 right. that you can incur from playing individual sports, team sports, and so forth.
1: That's like that. Very solid points, Coach. And I I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, But, again, it seems to be this debate that, for whatever reason, here lately has just really kicked into the forefront, parents and uh, student-athletes alike, you know specialization or, or multi-sports
5: and you know to go along with that the ihsaa has made it more difficult to have multi-sport athletes with mm. our limited contact period you know you can play a sport 12 months out of the year through aau club ball sure, tournaments sure. and so forth so it does become more difficult but for schools such as greensburg and batesville's size there are only so many true athletes right and when they specialize it hinders the other sports i believe
1: right good good Good, good points there coach very good points there now um, volleyball you know is is one of the false fall sports mm-hmm. um, and of course our listeners everybody knows about volleyball whether you played in the backyard on, on 4th of July or you watched the Olympics I personally Olympic volleyball is one of my favorite. Uh, sp- I mean, the, the speed of the game, the power, the athleticism, it, I, I truly love watching that. Um, but people may not know a, a lot about um, competitive volleyball, particularly in terms of scoring and how that works. If I was a Martian that just landed on the planet and you were trying to explain to me how uh, competitive high school volleyball is played and scored, what would you tell me?
5: Well, you have six people on the court, so it's six on six, and you get three touches. um, play to get the ball over the net the team has to get to 25 you have to win by two and you have to win three out of five sets Mm. to be a complete match so some nights can be very long to get to 25 three times it doesn't sound like a lot Mm -hmm. but it takes a long time to do that if by chance it's two to two i've won two sets they've won two sets then our fifth game is just a 15.
1: okay so if i'm looking at Again, these stats that I assume—I'm going to assume—they are correct. Mm-hmm. It tells me that's 26 points for 20 and four against. What does that mean?
5: Well, we've been fortunate so far in our season. We haven't lost very many sets within our match. Most of our matches so far, we've won 3-0 is how Mm -hmm. it would go down in the books. Um, Batesville actually got a set against us. Lawrenceburg got a set against Connersville, got a set against us. You can see all of these conference opponents here to where um, very very good programs and very good matches for us. So that's kind of what you're reading
1: into there. So basically then, so 26 sets won. Versus only four. Wow, that's incredible.
5: It is. It's a good stat, but in the end, it's all about just getting three... Before somebody else. (laughs) Okay.
1: I I like the way you break that down to the lowest common denominator there. Now, now Coach, I'm also told that you've got an incredible group of senior ladies um, that have really been leading the way and and making this season what it is so far. Tell us about them.
5: I do. I have eight seniors this year, and I've been fortunate enough to have coached all of these girls now for the fourth year. Um, We have Kerrigan Acton, Ella Chapman, Haley Deerstock, Christina Fogg, Jenna Foster, Abigail Hoing, Kennedy Lowe, and Josie Nobby. Of those eight seniors, um, moving forward into the next chapter of their lives, Ella Chapman has committed to Florida Gulf Coast mm. to play volleyball, and Josie Nobby is undecided but has a desire to play volleyball, and she will at some level. Um, along with those eight seniors, I have three juniors, Carly Adams, Janae Cummer, and Claire Nobby. I have one sophomore, Leah West, and I have two freshmen, Maya Kummer and Avery Helms.
2: Good
1: deal, good deal. So, so yeah, definitely um, a heavy senior-laden team, Absolutely. but it also looks like you've got a decent nucleus coming up through the pipeline to kind of pick up uh, where these young ladies will leave off.
5: We We do, and anyone that would look at our roster would say that's a very experienced team, and mm-hmm. I tell the girls all the time. We have got to hone in on that experience and use it to our advantage.
1: Right, no doubt. Um, So ten and zero right now. Um, When does the season? When does the season uh, officially come to a close?
5: Oh, we've got still a long way to go. The end of September, um, I think it's the second week of October to where the sectional is. So, um, yeah, like and anyone that follows volleyball you're playing three and four times a week so right. it is a grind once you start mm-hmm. um like this week we're tuesday thursday saturday wow um last week we were monday tuesday thursday so it, it's a grind and one of the big things anymore is you know keeping our athletes healthy sure keeping them strong keeping them conditioned for the sport and at the same time utilizing your practice time mm-hmm. to get better at the things that are not going so well
1: right That it definitely definitely makes sense and not to, to single one out or, or any other, anything like that, but it, are there individuals on, on the team that, that really are, uh, in your opinion, exemplifying those, those lessons that you're teaching in terms of getting better every single day and just really embodying uh, what you see as what it takes to be, uh, to be a, a winning volleyball player?
5: Well, I've said from the get-go, from my very first parent meeting this year, we're fortunate that we have a great group of girls that buy into what needs to be done to win. And so being a role player is sometimes hard for kids. You know, everybody wants to be out there all the time. right? Uh, But role players are so important to Mm -hmm. the success of a team. Coming in, breaking momentum, making a big play, so forth, being the cheerleader on the sideline. But when we're talking about on court, most of the time, you know, I've got two uh, possible college athletes wow. going on to play at the next level and they've played more volleyball than any other person on my team and so i think our team looks to them for guidance and leadership
1: let me, let me let me ask you this as a coach um, what is that like just to, to see one of your girls go to the next level um, and have success at that next level? What, is, what is that like for you as a high school coach
5: yeah it it's a neat experience mm-hmm. um, i've had several that have done it It You know any level whether it's naia division one or whatever and just to see their passion and their desire for the sport and to carry it on Mm -hmm. to the next level and i don't think people really realize what that entails you know you may see them on tv you may go watch a game and that's the glory part of it right all the grind that goes into Mm -hmm. it from the extra practices the weight lifting the mental sessions and keeping up with your studies and so forth It, it really is a grind but it is worthwhile and has been for a lot of our athletes
1: Thing. I can I can I can only imagine. Well, coach, you've got the microphone in your hand. Is there anything that you uh want uh your community, uh southeastern Indiana to know about your team or about your sport that they may not know?
5: Well I, I just want to compliment our group. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we've had success the last few years. We are volleyball is becoming more and more popular on tv thanks to the big 10 network you can watch a lot of college volleyball anymore um it is a great sport it's very fast paced Mm. it's very competitive and great athletes play it
1: Uh, i i agree with you like i said when i watch olympic volleyball and that's that is what attracts me to that it is just the speed and power that the game is played at and it just uh almost mesmerizing i mean you know when you're when you're watching a, a really good match well coach Thank you so much for stopping by uh, Coach's Corner and sharing with us. We are excited for you. 10-0, um, and 0, that's amazing. Uh, we know you guys will keep it going, and uh, we'll keep an eye on you for the rest of the season.
5: Thank you very much.
1: All right. We'll be back with more Coach's Corner in a minute. That was Greensburg's volleyball, uh, girls volleyball head coach, June Rigney. 10-0 and 0 on the season. Way to go, girls. You're listening to Coach's Corner, right here on the Sports Voice. Country 103.9 WRBI
0: and online at WRBIRadio.com. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil, all on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Isons Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. We
2: are here for you.
0: At George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values. You and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment.
2: Hurt and Elko, your local Linux dealer, is 50 years old. Hi, it's Scott Lamping, and we're proud to have been providing quality products, professional installation, and dependable service for residential, commercial, and farms in southeastern Indiana since 1971.
0: Our experienced and helpful calendar staff can help you do it yourselfers and contractors, and our experienced service technicians and installers are glad to do it for you. Hurt Elko celebrating 50 years of business. Launch into this school year with high-speed internet and great offers from Great Plains Communications. Fuel their learning with high speeds up to one gig streaming video. And don't forget to add GPC managed Wi-Fi for a seamless learning experience throughout your entire home. Contact us today at 877-839-9494 to learn more and ask about our great back-to-school offers in your area, including free installation on any new service. Offer valid on residential services only through September 23rd, 2022. Other limitations and restrictions may apply.
2: You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Eisen's Pizza for a long, is to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities
1: going and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI. Yes, welcome back to Coach's Corner. Terrence Arnie here. And just like the Hall of Famer said, we do want to thank our sponsors for help making this broadcast possible Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bronze, Gutsweiler, and Gehrings. So if you're just now joining us, boy, you missed a great uh, conversation that we just had with the uh, greensburg girls volleyball head coach june rigney those young ladies 10 and 0 on the season and man it really sounded like they are dominating the competition thus far 26 sets they've won on this year and only given up four sets that's a phenomenal record again we wish them all the success in the world as they continue um and can't wait to check back in with them later on and uh, their season and joining us now in the raver corner here at Ison's family pizza uh, none under none other than the decatur north decatur chargers head football coach steve stern steve welcome to coach's corner thank you i appreciate being here well we're glad to have you and you too this seems to be the theme <laughs> of today's show everybody that is sat down in that spot um has i was really having a great season Mm -hmm. thus thus far you guys no different um two wins on on the young season but here is the numbers that jump off the page to me coach 97 points scored by your offense Mm -hmm. your defense is yet to allow a single point scored that's phenomenal in high school football. If you could, yeah. you know, to get a shutout yeah. is good, but you got two shutouts under your belt.
4: Yeah, that's. I think that's the thing that you look at, but uh, you know, there's an awful lot that goes into that. But but you, again, you you look at the season. We had high hopes coming into the season, but you never know how it's going to go. And and when I first got here, this is year number eight, just beginning year number eight for me at North Decatur. We really tried to create a culture of, of good defensive football um, being fundamental. The other statistic that I'm extremely proud of is eight quarters and no turnovers. Mm. You know, when, you, when you're not giving up points <laughs> um, and you're not turning the ball over, you've got a chance. Our, our offense has been... Has been good so far, but you know, there's going to be those nights, that rain night or whatever, But sure. you, you, they always said defense has to travel. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, a lot of things are going well right now that have led us to be 2 and 0, but, but our defense, I, I'm very proud of
1: that. Yeah, that, it, you said it right. I mean, the, the other, uh, 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 saying that comes to mind too that everybody's fond of saying is, you know, defense wins championships. Had an opportunity to, to travel with you guys yep. last year um, for your postseason game up in Strawn, Indiana. It was an exciting game, and mm-hmm. uh, many can say came down to defense, yes. um, you know, in terms of deciding that one. So, yeah, it, it, is, it is good to see that, that defense is a hallmark yeah. at, at North Decatur.
4: Well, it's something I've always believed in. When I started my, you know, in, in high school, uh, having gone here to Batesville and playing for Jeff Scalf, defense was really important, and and it was instilled in us. And then I had an opportunity to go to Butler, uh, played linebacker there. So again, a little more defense. When I went to Ron Colley, my first, you know, coaching job, mm-hmm. um, I was a defensive coordinator. So um, five years doing that there. Uh, really formed my I guess philosophy you you find out what works and what doesn't work and then when I became a head coach uh, I guess philosophically uh, I took my defense and I handed it to somebody and said here's here's what I want you to run Um, but what we did then on offense was very defensively motivated you know having been on that side of the ball I knew the things that bothered me I knew the things that caused frustration and and our offense is built around that um I also thought, you know, right now for us, Dan Kinker is our defensive coordinator. Dan's also a Batesville graduate, but Dan's been with me since I've been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done a great job, and we've gotten you know, steadily better. We, we were not real good early on, but, again, we kind of stayed the course. We've not changed our approach. We've not changed the philosophy. I think we just coach it better, but our culture's gotten better, and because of that, that's something the kids are proud of, and, and we practice it well. And because we practice well, you're more likely to play well. Um uh, so again that's kind of how we've gotten there and and it's important to us and, and we're out of the
1: gate doing well right now let's 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 dig in right there you said something that really stuck with me uh you talked about your culture if 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 you had to describe that to another person that knows nothing about north decatur football what would you say the identity of this, this team what is your team's culture
4: you know we we we've grown to the point we talk about uh things that we're built on toughness is a big one and and i think the toughness is both physical and it's mental and it's it's doing the right thing when nobody's looking and i think to me that's discipline oh, yeah. and that's toughness oh, yeah. um it's a lot harder sometimes to do the right thing than it is to do the popular thing. And in today's society, when there's so many other things that kids can do for fun and do it on their phone, and it's not there's times it's not enjoyable to go out to practice and, and to be openly criticized by a coach or it's hot or whatever. But but toughness is a big deal. Accountability is another thing. Our yes. our our culture is built on it. Um, it doesn't matter what your name is. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how good you are. Everybody's going to be held accountable. And I, and I think when you do that and you toe that line, the kids respect it and the kids oh, yeah. appreciate it uh, because we're all equal. You, you know, every locker room, I've always said, everybody knows in any locker room you go and they know who the best player is. Mm-hmm. But the best player can't be treated different than somebody else. Right. Uh, the rules have to be the rules for everybody. And and I guess as we're throwing out old sayings, when when your best player is also your best teammate, mm. you you got a you've got a good program, you got a good thing going. Right. Uh, and but so oftentimes that's not the case. Your, your most talented kid may not be your best guy in the locker room. May not be the best practice guy. And and that that leads to a bunch of problems. But so our, our culture's toughness. Our, our culture is is work ethic it's accountability it's discipline and the last one that that we we include in our pillars is integrity Mm. um you know i have high expectations for them and i think their expectations for themselves has risen um when i was at at saint x in cincinnati for three years one of my big takeaways i think you have a chance to learn something everywhere you go right but Coach Speck used to talk about uh, men for others. You know, it was an all-boys school. They talked there about the long blue line and 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 being men for others. One of the things that we've talked about in our program has been be willing to be the advocate for those people in need. Um, you know, they're not going to ask you for help. It's it's the ones that never ask that you have to recognize it and be willing to to help those people. But I've tried to create a culture of of giving back yes. uh help other people and and it's funny how that help comes back to us tenfold right you know we've we've gone out we volunteered to help at the um at the women's shelter there in, in decatur county and help them raise money we we helped um uh, there was a fundraiser in, in adams um raising money for the police to do mm-hmm. things um, and we just we volunteer. And, and our kids accept it. Our kids do a great job at it. And in turn, those people are willing to support us. But right. but having the integrity to, to be good people as well as a good player, um, you can do a lot with good kids. Yeah. And and when you have their attention, now the burden's on me to make you know, ask them to do the right things. There you go. Um, but but that's, that's probably our culture. I think that anybody who has been around it sees a lot of those things. I think if <laughs> – we walk into a place. I remember last year we went to North Davies, and and we got off the bus, and I just remember the lady that was letting us in our locker room said, "Well, you all aren't very big, are you? <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of humbling." But thanks, lady. But, but quite honestly, no, we're we're not going to beat you because we're bigger than you, yeah. and. Uh, fortunately we run well and our kids are tough and um, i haven't figured out how to coach them to be bigger yet so you (laughs) you kind of take what you have but but that that's what we're built around and that's what we believe in and we try to support that every day within our program and and i think that is that is part of the fabric that has gotten us where we where we've been the last few years and i
1: i I tell you coach i I hear you saying that and Man, it just solidifies what I've always said, and it's coaching matters. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, you know, a lot of folks don't think so, but oh. uh, just from what you just said there, it clearly, clearly shows that the coaching matters.
4: You know, the lessons you can learn now. There's people who have played sports who haven't learned the lessons, but. Every season is a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, You think about a lifetime. You have a beginning, you have a middle, you have the end. You have ups and downs within it. The thing about a sports season, it's a lifetime sped up. You know, you play lots of games. You win some, you lose some. You have some heartache. You have some obstacles. And if you're a young person and you're a senior in high school and you've played six, seven, eight years, Mm -hmm. the experience that you've gained, that's going to help you for the rest of your life. Yeah. I've always I said people say you know why did you get into coaching well I go back to Steve Cochran and Jeff Scalf here here from Batesville in my experience I wouldn't be coaching if it wasn't for them mm-hmm. um, yeah you want to win games but I don't know what the magic number is sometimes you're gonna win sometimes you're gonna lose but but I've always said because of those two men in particular uh, I want a kid to have the experience that I had the, the the joy of it right. the the camaraderie of it and yeah, we all will look back and remember the, the, the good days that you won and you try to – but but it's more than that. Just the experience of it and how you're treated and, and you're treated like you're important and you're treated like you're valued. But at the same time, they held you accountable too. Right. You know, uh, tough love, still love. Yeah. And I, I don't know that it's unique. We always talk about how tough kids have it now. I think kids have always had it tough sure. for different reasons. Sure. There have always been potholes for kids. They've, they may have been different, but they've always had them. Right. I don't really know what the cell phone does to things because that that is a phenomena that that fortunately i didn't grow up with right um and and for these kids to have to juggle that uh the way they do and to have people have their attention immediately the way they do mm-hmm. um I, I think a coach not just a head coach but a coaching staff is so valuable to that kid because i have tried to create a staff at our place where some of us yell some of us don't right. some of us you know we all have a different personality sure. i've always wanted to have a, a coach for every kid right. where there was enough variety that right that a kid could go to any of us or at least have somebody on the staff because you know we've all been there there are things it's it's easier to run by coach before you say it to your parents and and you know let me me practice how this is going to say or 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 get some advice on how to say it so i i think coaching matters i i I really do and and way more than the wins and the losses matter oh
1: no doubt no doubt but Speaking of wins and losses, you got more wins than you do losses yes. right now. You've got those eight shutout quarters that your defense has has uh, put together. Who are some of uh, the standouts on this defense that's making things happen for you?
4: You know, I would start. You know, with our senior group. Uh, Carson Palmer is a defensive end. Carson's mm-hmm. about six four. You know, two ten, two fifteen. Uh, he's also our quarterback you know small school football he's he's going to play both sides of people you know like this summer we went around so i can't believe you play him on defense i said well you know there's people can't believe we play him on offense because he's so he's so good defensively he's a handful i mean he naturally is a is an outstanding defensive lineman he's kind of taught we've we've taught him how to be quarterback Mm -hmm. but it's the defensive side where you really see his natural instincts um on the opposite side of him, we have a, a young kid, Brad Krieger, who's a sophomore, who is the next, probably the next Carson who's coming. Who Those two complement each other. You can't run away from both of them. You've right. got to pick your poison. Um, James and Josh Evans, uh, two brothers, mm-hmm. play inside linebacker for us. Um both are, are very athletic, but they're, but they're both 6'2", 6'3". Right. So they're rangy, they've got long arms, and they do a great job of keeping people out of their bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Kinker is a senior. He, um, he plays inside for us on the defensive line. Uh, on the back end, we have strong safety Reed Messer. Uh, we have cornerback uh, Evan Howell. Um, Tyler Field gives us reps on defense so our our seniors are our leaders on both sides of the ball but I would also be remiss if I didn't say we have an outstanding group of juniors and sophomores that support those guys that Mm -hmm. when you're in small school you kind of see them coming and and say look I probably got a quarterback here for a couple Uh years Uh so I say to young Mason Morris I'd really like to see you learn how to play receiver uh, until Carson is done because uh mason is probably our next quarterback sure you're too good to stand over here on the sideline and, and again that's a that's a benefit of small school football right. you can do that you don't have to wait your turn mm-hmm. you might have to change position or so I, you know my son was a quarterback when carson was a freshman so uh-huh. carson was a heck of a tight end yeah but but he also knew that you know once alex graduated then he would be the next guy in line and and and, and that again that that makes them better football players and i think it makes us a better team um but defensively, if we had a hallmark, I would say two things: our height, yes, which gives us range, sure, um, and leverage, but our speed, mm-hmm. our, our speed at every position has been is as good right now as it's ever been. Right. Um, this is a group. I, I heard Coach Rigney talk about a good group of girls. This is an outstanding group of seniors from a standpoint of they're great leaders by right. example, but they're also your, your, your very good performers. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to get the young guys to follow them and buy in. Right, uh, The character that they have and, and what they bring to our locker room and what they bring to the huddle is invaluable. I don't mm-hmm. know how you measure that, but you know when you don't have it, right? And you, and at the same time, you sure recognize it. And if you're not careful, you take it for granted. You right. know, we we talked about culture. We got really young last year. Sure, uh, we only had one senior,
0: hmm.
4: so it was a. It, it's it's we're halfway through. I, I told these guys, this is a two year team. Right. I've never had a two year team uh, before.
1: When well, you and, say two year team,
4: well, we. we all of our guys are returning starters except for one. We right. graduated one senior, right, right. and it wasn't – it was nobody's fault. It mm-hmm. just, you know, it was one of those classes that came through, but it forced these guys to play early. Um, and we went on a big four-game losing streak last year. We joined this new conference, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's people that questioned it, and we'd go 0-4. Oh, they were really questioning it. But I, I saw us grow, yeah. and we were, we were all young and – we just we just didn't know mm-hmm. and we it just so happens three of those teams were up it was like one of their best teams <laughs> they ever had when we come rolling in there a bunch of juniors and one senior but but now i think part of what you're seeing is the maturity they've right. been there and they've been there together right but when we got young i was concerned so last year um we had about 36 kids on the on the in the high school team mm-hmm. but Twenty-three of them were freshmen and sophomores. Wow! So, so when half of your locker room are underclassmen, there's some fun about it, but there's also the concerns about it that there's you got to make sure that the right people are in charge of your locker room. Right. And so we've really had to be more conscious uh, of our culture because again. You take it for granted when you have it, but, boy, yeah. does it rear its head when you don't. So, but, but it's ongoing. I, you never arrive. But, but that group of guys, they're good players and they're good people and they're
1: smart. So i got, so I got to ask you this, Coach, and, again, all coach speak aside, did you expect to be where you are right now? Uh, when you looked at your schedule, did you expect to, that you'd be 2-0, and oh, you know, with 97 points scored and no points allowed?
4: You know, that's a tough one to answer. If I can be honest, the answer is yes. That's all right. If I, if I can say yes that's without right. sounding arrogant or conceited, I'd like to say yes. You know
1: your program better than anyone.
4: Um, you know there are times that you wonder. You don't say it out loud. Right. I mean, and, and I wasn't going to do that to these kids because there's a lot of people have really high expectations, but... You know, you are what you do. And we walked into South Decatur week one and I said, You know, we don't know what we are. We are untested, we're mm-hmm. unproven. Everybody's mom tells them they're good. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make you good, you know. <laughs> right. We we were we were ranked in the preseason poll, but none of those people had been to any of your practices. Right. They've you know, so um, didn't know, but in my in the back of my mind I thought, you know, we could be good. This could be a good year. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a small school you got to stay healthy. Yes. You got to have a little luck. There's a lot of things that go sure. into it. Sure. You know, I, I look at uh, Monroe Central last year, who we played this Friday, had an outstanding team, probably the best team in in their school's history. Well, they go into the sectional finals. I think they were playing South Adams, they had that, that had been their big nemesis, mm-hmm. and they had a bunch of rain that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may have, actually it may have been the second round of the sectional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the night we were playing Milan. They played and they got beat six to three in a monsoon and mm. a mud bowl mm. and and that game, you know that's just a, a matter of circumstance. I mean, right. you hate it for those kids. Yeah. They, they can be gone that fast yeah. and and they make it to the second round of sectional. And you never know. So so I didn't. To our kids, I just said, you know, we we need to try to be better at everything we do, and in the end, it'll take care of itself if right. you do all the little things. Sure, you can't sure. win the play on the first game on the first or win the game on the first play of the game, but you also have to make sure as a coach you don't say something silly. And I've heard it said by people, you get a talented group, and all of a sudden you start throwing around the term like state championship. Mm-hmm. Well, you've set them up for failure. Yes. So all of a sudden you can have an outstanding year, best best. Best season in school history, or yeah. something. But you didn't yeah. win a state championship. Uh-huh. You set them up for failure. Right? How about just go do the best you can? There um, you know. well, one of one of our mottos is, we want to be one and zero every week. Yeah. And, you know, last week, you know, some people said, so so, what's Eastern Hancock like? I said, well, they're the best team we play this week. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and that's filtered down there to our kids, and that's how we approach it. And, you know, Monroe Central, mm-hmm. that's the best team we play this week. There you go. And, and we have to look at it like that. And you just take the stair steps, and when the season's over, you look back and go, look what we did.
1: There you go. Coach, I swear I could sit here and talk to you about this all day, all night long. Uh, but we can't we oh, can't saying. I've I've promised our listeners that we will get them to first pitch of the Reds game on time and I got to do that but listen we will definitely have you back okay. on the show as the season goes on um again congratulations on the early success and i and just congratulations on uh the journey that you're taking these young Mm -hmm. men on because i can tell from talking to you coach you're passionate Mm -hmm. about it and you're seeing the fruits of your labor pay off here early in the season and we just wish you much much success the rest of the way well i appreciate it i I
4: don't think those things you can fake you know you're you're real and the kids know you're real but i'd be honest before we leave i'll you know, not to get emotional, but I do miss Sally sitting over there. I know. You know. And I know. Um, I, I think back to Coach. He was my chemistry teacher. He was uh-huh. a lot of our chemistry teachers. But, right. you know, it's still neat to be here, and, and I certainly hope that his legacy continues, and it's an honor to be a part of it.
1: Uh, I, I, I uh, share those same and echo those same sentiments. We Week in, week out, we do everything we can to make sure that we continue to honor him, his uh-huh. memory. And this show is one of the ways we do it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Coach, thanks again. And, again, we will check in with you later on uh, this season. That is North Decatur football head coach Steve Stern. We'll be back to wrap this up in just a few moments. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI and online at
0: WRBIRadio.com. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil. All on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm. Mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street. Ison'sFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Eisen's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back.
2: Decatur County Memorial Hospital's Women's Care welcomes sports certified OBGYN Dr. Jamie Cooper. Dr. Cooper joins Dr. Tresca and Dr. Israel in supporting the health and wellness needs of women throughout their lives. Visit their website, dcmh.net, or call DCMH
0: Women's Care at 812-222-2273
2: for more information. Decatur County Memorial Hospital, the quality care you want close by.
1: Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family
2: Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On
1: 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back to Coach's Corner. Terrence Arney here in this has been just an incredible, an incredible show. I mean, I'm talking about volleyball, golf, football. Oh, my. We had it all here for you. Uh, Tom Meyer, the Batesville girls golf head coach stopped in to kick things off those young ladies are having a great season uh, finished first in four of the six tournaments they played in. And then we heard from Coach June Rigney. She is Greensburg's uh, girls volleyball coach and they are 10-0 and on the season. Just really having a good way to go of it right now. And then lastly uh, North Decatur's head coach Steve Stern stopped by to talk about his Chargers. They're 2-0 on the young season and uh, they're just taking things one week at a time. They got another opponent this Friday night, and uh, we'll see how things go for them to, on Friday night as well as the rest of the way. I got to say this before we get out of here. You know, we all listen to this show for different reasons. You, you want to hear your program spotlighted, or maybe you want to hear about what happened Friday night or in another game, but I'll tell you this. If you listen to this program and you listen to these coaches, you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your your student-athletes are being coached and mentored at the highest level. Just listen to these coaches talk about their culture, the things that they're teaching their young men and women that are in their tutelage. Uh, gives me goosebumps, folks. And I've really enjoyed uh, bringing the show to you tonight. And we want to lastly thank our sponsors one more time. Ison Family Pizza, Garings Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communication, Bruns Guxweiler, Margaret Mary Help, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt Nelco, Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Folks, thanks so much for listening. And in the words of the Hall of Famer himself, trust and believe in yourself. You've got this. You've been listening to Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Listen Monday nights at 6 for Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville on 103.9 WRBI. Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville.